and welcome back to another episode of the High Five Preschool and Kids Weekly Training Podcast. My name is Kayla, and I am joined with my friends Isaac and Crystal. And this month, we are here to dive in to a whole brand new theme. Kids are going to be learning about how they are loved by God. And so in the kids space, we're going to be talking about how I am loved and kids are going to be exploring no limit as their theme. It's this amazing, fun space theme where we get to see how God's love for us has no limit. In the preschool space, we are going to be talking about how God loves me. And the preschool big deal is my one of my favorites. It is God loves me so much. So Isaac, Crystal, welcome onto the podcast. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to dive into this content. Super excited. I'm so excited. I love love. You love this? We love love. It's the best. I do. I love <laughs> this. I love everything about it. I love the art. I love the music. I love our Bible stories. It is going to be one of my all-time favorite months for sure. It is going to be so fun. Well, hey, as we dive in, I want to um, ask you guys a question, right? So we're talking about love this month, and I want to know what is something that you love so much? It puts a smile on your face no matter what. You can be having a really crummy day. This pops into your life, and it just changes things around. Well, first off, I feel like let's not just give the church answer of, God, Jesus, Bible. Oh, uh, I was going to say, I, I love Jesus. <laughs> Jesus puts a smile on her face no matter what, but let's, let's, let's share something else. <laughs> All right, then Crystal, what do you have? What do you have? Well, I just, first off, I want to say, I feel like I want to write on a piece of paper what I know Isaac's going to say. Um, but anyway. You can't guess this. Well, <laughs> you can't guess this. You're not going to say disc golf? I am not going to say disc golf. I played really badly last week. I'm not going to say disc golf. Now you don't love it anymore. That's funny. Okay. So mine would be, you know, on the more serious note, it would for sure be my kids. Like, I just, I love my kids so much. I think that they're fun. I think that they're funny. They're some of my favorite people. And when I think about them, see pictures of them, it always makes me smile. But probably like the thing outside of people that, I love the most, puts a smile on my face, is Thai food. I love Thai food so much. I think about Thai food. I dream about Thai food. I long for Thai food. I'll be 100% honest. Like, I didn't even realize we were going to be doing this question today. I was already thinking I might be having it for dinner tonight. Like, I just, I love Thai food. So, oh, it's my favorite in the whole wide world. <laughs> that's so funny okay crystal what is what is your go-to thai food that you would recommend for maybe some of us who haven't explored a lot of thai food in our lives before what would what would you be your go-to okay so i know a lot of people the number one that they recommend they recommend it would be pad thai which i think is great i think it's delicious it's not what i normally order my very favorite dish is called pad cu it's these like wide flat noodles and kind of this sweet soy sauce. I always get it with chicken and it is just so, so good. Mm. And if I, if I go to a place and I don't like their pad CU, then my second one is going to be their Thai fried rice. 
Uh, Thai fried rice tastes very different than Chinese fried rice. So if you've never had Thai fried rice, I would highly recommend that one as well. Okay. Penang curry okay. would be number three. See, you can't ask me. I'll keep going. But penang <laughs> curry is number three. Those, those are my, those are my go, my three go-to. So if you're going to try anything, I would recommend one of those three. All right, and I'm that's done. today's I'm podcast done. is Pad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I would, I would a hundred percent put penang curry and pad thai in my top two. Um, I make penang curry maybe once a week. It's just nice. it's the best. It's so good. So. Fun. Well, there you go, listeners. If you need any great advice on Thai food, reach out to Crystal. She is your girl. <laughs> All right, Isaac, what is something that no matter what's going on, you just brings a smile to your face? What's something you love? All right, this is going to surprise everybody. So I did not grow up a dog person. I've never wanted a dog but suddenly I found myself and I now have two dogs. I have two golden doodles and one of them is named Philly. He, we, uh, we adopted him from another family and Philly just always just brings a smile to my face. Like when I get home Aww. and he comes and he's wagging his tail, I'm like, all right, Philly. Yeah, I'll take you on a walk. Or if like my wife just sent me a picture of him just like sunbathing in a window and it just made me smile <laughs> so much. So, yeah, I would probably say I love that. Like, I, I was I've never been a dog person, but Philly got me. Philly got me. Mm. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, we love we love our pets around here. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, my my love language is like quality time and so time with my people time with my fur babies like that that's always amazing but um you guys have already said those things so i would have to say okay so one of the things that always brings a smile to my face is my like morning coffee mm. not just like mm. any coffee like that first cup of morning coffee when like <laughs> the world is still and quiet not everyone needs you in life yet like it's just there's just something really amazing about it so that's something that tends to bring a smile to my face um so listeners um i hope you are thinking of things that bring smiles to your faces things that you love things that bring you joy things that just fill your cup because this month we are going to be diving in all about how we are loved by God. And so I wanted to bring a little bit of context into this truth in particular. So when we talk about how we are loved, we really want kids and students to know exactly who they are and God's love for them just as they are. You know, in our world, love is really conditional in a lot of spaces, right? Kids and students need to know that God's love for them isn't conditional, that his love is unconditional. And unlike other relationships, his love isn't based on what they do, but on who they are, on his special creation. And I just think that's such an important thing for us to kind of really sink into a little bit and kind of melt into as we think about how we're talking about love, particularly God's love, about how God's love isn't based on the things that we do, but on who he has said we are. And so Isaac Crystal, just speak into this to a little bit. How is Hi-Fi kind of highlighting this idea this month about how we are loved by God 
how his love for us have no limits. And it's not about what we do, but his love for us is based on who we are. Isaac, can you kind of walk us through what we're going to be kind of learning this month with each week of, um, of this month of no limit and so much? Absolutely. Yes. So this month for kids, we are learning how I am loved. And in preschool, we are learning that God loves me. And we are doing that with a theme of no limit for kids and so much for preschool. You can't just say so much. You have to say so much. It's very important. So as we dive into these themes, we have like a space theme for kids about the no limit, how there is no limit to God's love for us and how there is a vast expanse of space that we can never understand and we can never really understand how big God's love is for each and every one of us. And we're going to see how God's love, how it never gives up with the story of the lost son, how God's love is for everyone with the Good Samaritan. Week three, we're going to dive into the idea that God's love is powerful and how Jesus raised Lazarus. And as we get close to Easter, we're going to look at God's love gives hope. And in the story of Jesus entering Jerusalem and how that started off all of the events that would lead to Jesus dying on the cross for us, which is what we're going to dive into a little bit in week five for Easter, hooray day and game changer. Jesus is alive is the truth that we want every single kid to walk out with that week. So it is going to be a fun packed month as we explore a little bit more about God's love and how it's not just for me, how it's not just for you, but it is for everyone. Thanks, Isaac. And you know what I love about these particular stories about the story of the lost son, the story of the good Samaritan, how Jesus raised Lazarus, going into Jerusalem and then ending with how Jesus is alive is that every single week we are leaning into what God's love says about who we are, right? Mm. And so we're talking about not just, okay, God loves you and celebrate God's love, but his love is transformational for our lives. And it's not about what we do. It's not about our actions or what we mm -hmm. do. Um, it's all about who he is and his love for us. And that doesn't change. Um, so Crystal, could you kind of speak into a little bit about the story of the lost son, right? Like it's really tempting sometimes for us to focus on the the son's actions, um, mm -hmm. both of the sons, the older son and the younger son. But how can we really steer kids focus more on the father as we look at this month's simple truth? Absolutely. And, you know, this is a great, we would call this one of those like classic foundational Bible stories. Um, I do too. I remember Isaac telling a story of like, when these are parables, we really need to make sure that we're, we're letting kids know that this was a story Jesus told. It wasn't something that actually happened. Um, and so I just, you know, what, throw that little caveat in there. Let, let, let's always remember, but also we don't want to take for granted that, um, like that we would say, well, you all know the story of, uh, the lost son or the parable of the lost son. Uh, prodigal son. It's got all kinds of names. Uh, we don't want to assume any kids in there have ever heard it before, but I will say that we are trying to have a little bit of a different focus with it. Sort of like you said, Kayla, um, it can be very tempting with this story to put the focus on the sons. And there's such good lessons to be learned from the sons, right? 
um, this idea of the younger son and how like to know that God will, it, it doesn't matter like what, what happens. He came back and he was forgiven and all this. And then of course, in the church, we can often focus on the older son and that idea of like, we need to be happy and rejoice when we see anybody experience the love of God, all true things and all great things. But with Hi-Fi this week, we really try to put that emphasis on the father, the father who just loved his son so much, the father who opened his arms and accepted his son, the father who never gave up hope that his son would, um, would just know how much he loved him. And so really the hero in the story is the father, because we know that the hero in our story is God. God has a love that never, ever, ever gives up. There's no such thing as a lost cause when it comes to God. There's nobody who is too far. There is nobody who has messed up too much. God loves us and his love never gives up. There is no limit to his love. And so I think it's going to be a really kind of fun take on the story this week as we really put the emphasis on the father and his never giving up love. Yeah, that's so helpful. And, you know, I think as we think about this, hopefully we're all kind of thinking in veins of our own stories, you know, and and just reflecting a little bit this week on the love that God has for us and how we see that in a tangible way. You know, we started this podcast in kind of a silly way, but just kind of talking through, okay, what are the things that really, you know, put a smile on our face or things that we love? But I also like going a little bit deeper, like it's really important, I think, and impactful to think about the people in our lives who have helped us see this in a really tangible way. Um, I can remember as a, um, as a teenager, really wrestling with deep things about depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and really, really struggling in those moments. Um, and I remember so vividly a conversation with my dad and how he really wrapped around me, not only like physically of just like giving me a big hug, but just really surrounded me and the idea of a parent's love for their kid, no Mm -hmm. matter what, no matter what they're going through, no matter what they're walking through. And I think that's just such a powerful way that we can show that same kind of love to the kids in our ministries Mm -hmm. that no matter who they are, no matter what they're walking through, no matter what their story is, that we are called to love deeply and unconditionally, not based on who they are or who they think that they are or what they've done, but who God says that they are. And because Mm -hmm. God has said that they are loved, that they are valuable, that they are important, their value doesn't come from what they can offer. Their value comes from who God is and what he has already mm-hmm. done. And I just think that's so special. So listeners, mm-hmm. I would just encourage you this week, really reflect and think through what are those moments for you? What are those powerful places where the Lord has really shown up and shown you his transformational love? Maybe it was through um, a parent. Maybe it was through an adult when you were a child. 
Maybe there's someone in your life right now, like reach out to them, let them know, hey, you are making a huge impact on me and showing the deep love that I have um, for Jesus. All right. So as we're thinking about this, what are some ways that we can help kids see the never giving up love that God has for us, that God's love isn't just a gift, but that truth that really transforms our identity. How can we help kids see that this week as we kind of prepare to lead about God's love never giving up on us? Yeah. So one thing that as I know when I'm teaching kids, when I'm getting to hang out with them in their team time or whatever my role is that week now as a volunteer that I love to be able to do is just kind of start my morning off on my way, whether I'm driving and whether I'm having my morning coffee and just pray and say, hey, God, please use me in a way that I can show love to these kids. Mm. I can show love to the people around me in a new way. Maybe some of these kids, we don't know their stories of what's happened that morning or what's happening in their life, but we Mm -hmm. get to show them love in that, in that hour, maybe that we're at church. So I think one of the biggest ways is just find ways to individually build those relationships with those kids to be able to show them that personal love. Yes, we can sit, tell all 15 kids in our small group. Yes, I love you. But being able to maybe you can show love by, hey, last week or a few weeks ago, you told me you had a soccer game coming up. How did you do in your soccer game? Making those connections from weeks before is going to show that specific kid, hey, they care about me. They love me. They think that what I think is important is important to them. And being able to show these kids that, hey, what they value is something that you value in them is so important as you get to show God's love because God created them. God made them with value. And when we get to express that value to those kids, they get to see, hey, I am loved by my leader. I am loved by my children's pastor. I am loved by Mm -hmm. my family. We get to show them these different points of love. Yeah. And if I could just add on really quick to that too, Isaac, I think that that's really crucial and important for kids who aren't there every week. Um, That, you know, like you, you brought up the example of the soccer game. Let's say that you knew there was a kid who had a soccer game and then you don't see them for a month and a half how much it means to them when you see them after that month and a half to say, you know, the last time I saw you at a soccer game, like, how did it go? Or, hey, I know that you had a birthday between when I last saw you and now, like, I just want to tell you happy birthday. These little things to let kids know you don't have to be here every week to be loved. You don't have to be perfect to be loved. Like you are loved because of who you are. You don't have to earn it. You don't deserve it. It's just because of who you are. And what Mm. a great thing that we get to demonstrate and help kids understand in our ministries. Thanks for sharing that, Crystal. That is huge, Uh, especially for those kids who are people pleasers, who really do want to please others and and are looking for, for love in the things that they do, how valuable it is that we can see and know that and help kids understand that who they are and the love that God has for them isn't based on anything that they do. It's based on Mm -hmm. who he says they are. So what a joy to get to teach that this week. So listeners, um, we are praying for you this week 
um, as you really dive into the story of the lost son and get to really wrap your arms around the kids in your ministry and help them understand that who they are is because of who God says they are and that they are deeply, unconditionally loved by God. A couple of notes for you guys. As you know, this is Easter month, and so we are all yeah. excited about Easter. If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't already, go check out Exploration Easter. As soon as you get out of your car or finish your dishes or fold your laundry, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, go check out Exploration Easter. It's such a fun, easy event that you can pull together for preschoolers and kids and all the families across your ministry um, Mm -hmm. to really engage with the gospel this Easter. And then we also have another fun event coming up that is going to be dropping soon, the Volunteer Trivia Night. Tell us more. (laughs) So this is supposed to be done in your um in your kind of that summertime and so as you're kind of thinking and planning ahead for the next few months may june july just a fun way to love and care about your volunteers in your ministry to make them feel special and seen and just to have a lot of fun together so check those things out as always we love interacting with you on our facebook page So if you have ideas or questions or just things that the Lord has blessed you with this week, we would love to hear about it. Um, So drop us a note there and interact with us. And we're just so grateful for the ways that you lead kids and students and preschoolers every single week. So thank you for the work that you do. Thank you for the ways that you love and serve kids. Until next time, have a great week. 